Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to On the Air with James Courts. I'm your host, James Courts, the face made for radio. <laughs> I said that for my wife. She's listening right now, probably grimacing. But in any case, welcome to the broadcast today. A lot of uh, interesting things to be talking about, but before we get into those, uh, it is 65 degrees here in Covington, Ohio on this Friday, May 18th. Uh, looks like about it's going to rain today quite a bit, but, you know, the flowers in our garden, well, it needs the water. Uh, top stories today, uh, just in, injuries reported in shooting at a Texas high school suspect in custody. My goodness, this thing is getting more more and more, um, I don't know, these, these, these kids going into these, or I guess it's a a kid going into these schools, but nevertheless, a lot going on in Texas. Uh, A lot of this uh, type of thing happens in Texas, and I'm a Southeast Texan myself, and so I I just feel really bad for, uh, uh, especially for the people down there. Um, But in any case, uh, pray for them. Uh, Other stories in the news right now. Uh, caption from the Washington Post, bigger than Watergate, Trump joins push by allies to expose, expose role of an FBI source. Now, if this comes out to be true, this is really, really something pathetic. Uh, if the previous administration, uh, working in conjunction with our premier law enforcement agency, had a mole or planning a, I guess you could call him a double agent, you know, appearing to be one thing to the Trump uh, uh, candidacy at the time and then, uh, you know, uh, relaying information back and forth to the FBI if they were an actual uh, FBI agent. Uh, that's, that's just not right. Uh, you know, we, we're a country of freedom, a country that, uh, you know, believes in the democracy and the, in the vote and the, in the, you know, seeing... Uh, every candidate having an opportunity to uh, voice their opinion. But when opposing people want to silence, where's the freedom of speech? Where's the freedom of speech? And that's just not right. So if this comes out to be true, I hope those that are guilty get punished. I do. Other news, uh, Trump uh, targets Planned Parenthood family planning services with new abortion rules. Well, for all intents and purposes, he's going after these people that are supporting, um, you know, murder. And he's trying to do whatever he can in those regards uh, to get it stopped. He's trying to stop the funding. More or less, what's going to happen, they have to choose between federal funding and offering abortion under the same roof. So they're going to have to make a decision over how they're going to do this. And so I, I, I hope that this is the beginning of the end of Planned Parenthood. It's a, it's a crying shame that tax dollars is going to support something of this nature. The murder of, uh, of babies, just a horrible thing. In any case, well, you know, let me say this too. Um, every civilization, in order for it to be successful, has to have a certain level of, of a birth rate. 
And I believe the United States is somewhere around 1.7 on its birth rate. Uh, for you to be an effective uh, ongoing civilization, you've got to have at least uh, a, a birth rate of two to be a, uh, maintain your current population and so forth and so on. That is why one of the, the, the pushes for immigration is to bring more people in because our birth rate is down. So it's for the future. They, they're wanting more people to add to the workforce so that there could be Social Security, so forth, so on. I think you get the idea. But if they would cut out all this murder, this abortion stuff, well, our birth rate would probably be, you know, about where it needs to be. Uh, but they don't want to do that. And it goes back to uh, years and years ago. I can't remember her name. Uh, Margaret Sanguine or something like that. Uh, who started idea uh, for abortion, and actually she started it uh, to uh, curtail the population, the black population. And the Democrats support this idea, support this this thing. And I, I just want to say, you know, if you're listening here today, inform yourself over what the Democratic Party stands for uh, and where they have been. They never, the Democratic Party has never been about the people. There, there's a, a nefarious reason behind some of the things that they uh, have done. It was always the conservative party uh, who wanted freedom uh, uh, of the slaves. It was never the Democrats. It was always, uh, you know, the, that party uh, trying to be for the people. Capitalism through the conservatives so that businesses can flourish, uh, where the Democrats have supported this form of socialism. In any case, I'll get off that soapbox, and we'll continue on with our uh, news. Seems like uh, the U.K. is uh, looking for that uh, marriage between uh, Meghan Mer uh, Merkel, Markle, Merkel, whatever her name is, uh, to be the the future princess there and how all, all that works. Uh, I don't understand the hype, but okay. <clears throat> you know, and in any case, um, more power to England uh, for celebrating uh, one of their marriages to the royal family. Uh, you know, FYI, did you know that the Queen of England is also the Queen of Canada? Isn't that crazy? I didn't, I didn't realize that until... A while back, but she's actually the queen of Canada. If you get a chance, uh, look into that. I I didn't know that they recognized her as their queen, but uh, just a little information there. In any case, today's subject matter is science versus religion. Science and its overreach into what is fact. You know, I, I believe that we ought to all have some form of um, self-information <laughs> um, uh, over what's going on in our society today. It's never good just to sit in the dark or just, uh, you know, just be oblivious to what's going on. If you want to know why science or why there's this movement about gender identity and all of this stuff, we need to understand the direction that science has gone. Now, science in itself, modern science, and even going back to the days of Isaac Newton, 
has always been a way to try to disprove God. And that's that's what some of uh, the higher ups always try to do. Isaac Newton spent uh, uh, a lot of his life uh, trying to disprove God. Uh, he, in fact, at the end of his life, he wrote articles, uh, you know, uh, about scripture and stuff, and it was very conflicting in his uh, disproving, trying to disprove God. Stephen Hawkins, a very famous uh, mathematician who just died here recently, he himself uh, spent his life trying to disprove God. Well, science has uh, some good parts to it. Obviously, science brought us this wonderful technology I'm getting to use today, wonderful uh, thing to be able to reach folks. Uh, so there is good in science, but there's also that dark side of science. And, of course, because some science is very factual, uh, gives us chemistry and things of that nature, those who label themselves as scientists now uh, think that we ought to all just agree with everything they say, that science is absolute. Well, that's just not the truth. Not all science is absolute. And if you call everything that they say is science and you have to accept it, well, you know, I got some oceanfront property in Oklahoma that I'd like to sell you. Well, here's the thing. Today is chaos because everything's being labeled as factual with science. Climate change, uh, although it's true, uh, global warming is not brought about by people. If you are uh, any kind of learned person, you understand that the sun plays a major role in the climate of our planet. Uh, the lack of sunspots means our planet gets colder. The more sunspots and solar flares, the warmer our planet gets. Has anybody noticed that the winters are a little different now? There's no sunspots. It's cooler. It's a cooler climate. In any case, science says that gender is basically what you individually identify as. Now, that's kind of crazy, isn't it? And that's where we've come today. Something that um, is not using, or they're using the title science and saying, well, you got to believe it because it's science. And they're getting a big bluff over a lot of people, and they're changing the meanings of some words. Started out as subtle, and now it's become widespread accepted. What they're saying today about gender is, uh, in other words, it's not based on male or female parts. Now, me growing up, I understood gender as male and female. But these last couple of generations of kids have been totally turned over to believe that gender was something else. Uh, you were considered strange and unusual if you were a boy wanting to dress up like a girl. But now they're wanting to tell you you have to accept that. In fact, you must encourage it from a certain extent. It's just crazy thinking. And if you disagree with it, you're subject to all kind of uh, uh, ramifications from the law. Think about the uh, people that were baking those cakes that, uh, you know, uh, they're in one state. They ended up shutting them down because they didn't want to sell uh, a cake to uh, a homosexual uh, group that was getting married. Well, our society has bought this garbage hook, line, and sinker. And it's not just America. It is a worldwide 
epidemic. Now, I was doing some research before this broadcast, and and I was amazed at the uh, letters now that they attach to this identity, uh, science of gender identity, LGBTQ, and all these other letters behind there. And now all the pronouns that they're that they're trying to force on people to use instead of him and her or she and he, it's, you know, they, it. It's a very, it's a very odd thing. And the motto of today is let people express themselves however they want. And, you know, if you want to express yourself, express yourself, but it's not okay for the law to try to force me to accept your expression. I have a right to agree. You have a right to disagree. I have a right to disagree. You have a right to agree. So we got to agree to disagree. And it's that simple truth there. Now, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous to have an argument, in my opinion, over gender. I think it's, uh, it's ridiculous to have to even bring up the point. But here we have this idea, or we have this truth, and there's a truth called nature. Well, these boys that try to look like girls will never have a nature that can have babies, no matter how much they change their outsides. <laughs> it's just a fact. An apple tree can never all of a sudden think to itself, I want to be a, I don't know, an orange tree. The will is always subject to the nature, and the nature decrees what it is to be. A boy will always be a boy. Now, I understand about DNA. I understand about the chromosomes. I understand about the male chromosome and the female chromosome. But we're not really talking about those chromosomes in, in, uh, in particular to those mutated ones, where there is a small percentage of the population who do have a mutation to where their chromosomes, a female might have a male chromosome. Uh, but the, the deciding factor is whether or not they have the male or female parts and whether or not they're sterile or not sterile. And the fact remains is, is that many people have tried to uh, change their outsides. And this is all based on, in my opinion, a mental illness is what it is. Well, there's an acronym we use in our family. We call it KISS. Now, we changed a little bit of what the, uh, the full meaning of this acronym is. Anyhow, we use this word to teach not to overcomplicate things. Keep it simple, student. Yes, my wife would be proud of me right now for saying it this way. Keep it simple, student. Science is at odds with itself. It is overcomplicating things that do not need to be complicated. God has already settled this question. God has already tended to this. We have uh, not only the book, but we have observational science that tells us the truth. We don't need people trying to uh, play the magician and try to use mentalism to try to uh, change what is real. And that's what they're trying to do. Oh, that's, you know, not really what you're seeing. They're trying to 
create a, a type of an illusion, and many people are are buying into this false narrative. Well, for fun, let's define the word science. The intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? But modern uh, science does not follow its own rules when it comes to things like gender. The physical and natural world through observation and experiment teaches a man by biology is a man, and a woman by biology is a woman. Thinking has nothing to do with it. Science, though, wants to redefine the word gender to say it has nothing to do with biological sex, but rather social or cultural identity of the individual. Folks, we all need to come to an understanding. Gender confusion is a mental illness, and to encourage it is absolutely shameful. Now, if you're listening today and you want to join in on this conversation, you can call in at any time, 929-477-2766. Enjoy to have you on the broadcast. Again, it's no... It's uh, no different, in my opinion, this gender confusion from an alcoholic or drug addiction. You say, oh, wait a minute now, you're making a leap there. Well, think about what I'm saying. Drug addiction and any kind of addiction is, is a mental, there's also a mental component there. There's a, uh, a lack of will. There's a lack of, uh, um, of, of trying to uh, keep yourself above the fray. Uh, it's all based in lust, if I can say it this way. And lust is, is destructive and it alters reasonable thinking. It's this desire component that uh, takes you into places that you don't need to be. Lust is sin. Sin is rebellion. And sin is rebellion against God. Our society, I believe, is on the slippery slope of collapse. The science of gender identity and why boys would like to to look like girls is a perversion. A perversion of truth. It's unreasonable thinking. It's a it's it's a it's a mental component now at this particular point. Notice they, these boys that try to look like girls, they all have to take the female hormone estrogen to try to lower the testosterone in their body because the male hormone is testosterone, observational science, fact. Female hormone, estrogen, fact. So they have to take large amounts of estrogen. Well, this messes with the brain as well. The male brain is different from the female brain. It is fact. And it alters their state, their mental state. That's why you see a lot of these people that are going through this, also high rates of suicide. has nothing to do with just their, uh, I, their identity crisis. Also, they're changing their physiology in a certain sense is uh, bringing havoc on their brain. Well, I want to say this. God did not make a person gay. That needs to be absolutely understood. Unfortunately, you have so many say they were born that way. That is a ridiculous notion. We're all born depraved. That is true. 
But how extreme in sin you go is up to you. Meaning not everybody per se is born a Hitler. You have um, you have a, a sense of, we all have depravity, but the depravity uh, can have extreme sense to it as well. Not everybody commits murder, but we all have the potential to do bad things. The word depraved means wicked and perverse. So with that said, science perverts the truth as we see with gender identity, which brings me to this. What about the science that perverts ethics? Ethics, I speak of, is the branch of knowledge that deals with moral principles. You know, there's, there's science that is taboo. There are things that we, I believe, should not be experimenting with because it opens up problems. And that science I'm speaking of is the science of cloning. <laughs> What's up with that? You know, the, the, this is a hot topic today. They can actually clone animals fairly easy. They take some DNA. Um, for example, there was a lady that lost her dog. She was, in, she was missing her dog so much, she took some hair follicles, sent it to a lab in South Korea where they are openly practicing cloning, and she cloned her dog. And they take that DNA and they inject it into an egg, and they're able to grow in a lab a duplicate. Now, that's scary stuff to me. That's very scary stuff. Now, of course, nothing's done outside the will of God, but the thing that we're looking at is not ethically moral to do. If you clone an animal, think about this, you can clone a human. And their thoughts, I, uh, some of them talk about clones for organ harvesting, growing a whole other you, in a sense, so that if you need a kidney, a heart, a lung, a liver, well, you go in there and just harvest that organ. Now, if you've seen these little puppies that have been cloned, they run around, they're breathing, jumping, running around. Imagine the clone. Now, I don't know about the higher brain functions. I don't know if that would be effective, but if there's any indication, uh, then there should be. Dolly, the... Uh, the lamb or goat or whatever she was, running around, acting like it uh, was normal. They also perfected here in the past uh, few months engrams. What are engrams? Science has successfully implanted memory engrams in the lab. There's a place inside our brain, it's a biochemical place where memories are stored. And science has found it. And they have taken engrams and transplanted it from one animal to another. Another animal ends up having the memory of, of the other one. Now, what does that mean in the science of cloning? Is it possible for them to take your memories and then implant those into a clone? I'd say it's very possible. That's not ethical. And I think it comes down to this. People want to live forever, and uh, and if it's possible in their thinking, it would be through clones. 
Well, if anything, real observational science proves the existence of God. The Bible says that God can clearly be seen in creation. Creationism is the absolutely only truth. It's backed by science that proves intelligent design. That's the point. God's truth trumps science every day of the week. Creationism, as I said, is the only provable science when it comes to looking at creation and understanding it took God to put all these things together. Apes do not become human. Evolution was and is a failed attempt at science to disprove God. Uh, Accidents in nature, their mutation, does not explain the beauty of creation. And that's what they try to say evolution does. Just think about the giraffe. At the back of its brain is like a little sponge. Every time that giraffe bends its head to the ground, well, blood gets soaked into the sponge, keeping its head from exploding. If that sponge were not there, blood would rush to that giraffe's brain, and he would die because of the pressure. His heart is so strong, he has to pump that blood all the way up its neck. If evolution is true, the first giraffe didn't have that sponge there. And, uh, well, consequently, the first time it bent its head over, it, it would have died. Now, once you follow this thought, not to mention it takes two to pass on uh, the mutation. You have to be able to breed in order to have offspring. Also, if man came from apes, there would have to have been two apes with the same mutation pretty well much. Enabling, enabling them to breed together to be able to pass on that mutation of what would be now modern man. Now, that's mathematically an improbability. A male and female ape with a mutation to create a new species. Silly, isn't it? But God's nature, God's decree of nature can only produce after its kind. Science has an overreach into what is fact. And that's the sad thing that we're dealing with today. And people are not informing themselves. They're listening just to the talking heads, and they're not doing any research. And they're totally dismissing, obviously, what God has said. God absolutely declares that he can be clearly seen in creation, Romans chapter 1. Everywhere, everywhere we look, we can see the hand of God. God made male and female. There's no gender or sex confusion. God made man in his image. He created male and female, created he them. He created man and woman to get married and have offspring. Man is doing everything it can to go against the very, you know, will and trying to pervert the nature that God has designed for us all. But here's the truth of it all. The wrath of God will be revealed from heaven against ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth of God in a lie. Don't kid yourself. God's will will be done. Well, folks, I'm just about out of time. I've enjoyed this broadcast. I, I hope that uh, you've you know gotten something from it. 
Monday we'll be back on the air. And uh, well, I guess I can't really say air. We're <laughs> on the internet. But in any case, I hope that you'll join me again. Uh, and uh, pass on. Share in your social, social media this uh, broadcast so we can reach more people with truth and enlighten them on what's going on in the world around us. So tune in Monday, and here's a hot topic. It's where we will discuss, do you as a Christian have to be a pacifist? I don't believe that you do have to be a pacifist. And so we're going to talk in great lengths about that. And uh, and if you would, call in. Remember our phone number, 929-477-2766. Also, every time you click the Listen Now, you can see it pops up there on the screen. It shows you the number right above the broadcast. And you can call in. I have a switchboard here. And uh, you'll be right here for me to see and, and bring you on air. So get to thinking about some things you might want to talk about. If you're a preacher and you want to share your ministry, call in to the broadcast. And uh, be more than glad to allow you to share, uh, especially missionaries. Share what God is doing with you where you are at. Maybe you have some needs. Uh, I've been blessed to see uh, an, an overwhelming amount of people are listening to this broadcast. We've got people in Norway listening. So who knows? Maybe you need to reach somebody in Norway. So call in. Be a part of this uh, interesting broadcast, and I, I know you'll be blessed. Well, in any case, this is the end of our broadcast. Have a wonderful and blessed, blessed day. Goodbye.